This is the Rich Eisen Show. Wow. Mind boom. Blown. The Rich Eisen Show. Their tweet was basically the equivalent of like, hey, no offense, but, and you're like, whoa, why did you just offend me? They were like, Dak's getting an MRI. And I'm like, now I have to freak out. Dak is going to be okay. Earlier on the show, NFL Network analyst Daniel Jeremiah. Still to come, Saints defensive end Cameron Jordan. Plus, ESPN college football analyst Kirk Herbstreet. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. Great chat with Daniel Jeremiah. An hour number one of this program where he, out of all of the uh, quarterbacks in week one preseason that were drafted in round number one this offseason, the one that he he, he had, he, he said he wrote down two words for, for each player. Um, in terms of the evaluation of watching them on their tape, and they're all 22, and the only one that had somewhat of a you know, negative connotation was Trevor Lawrence. He said, what did he say, clock management? Held the ball too long. He yeah. said it was, yeah. hold the ball too long. He's got yeah. to play faster. Play a little faster. Right? And, um, and he, he loved Zach Wilson. He said, smooth operator, which put the Sade song in our head. <laughs> um. If you missed any of it, go to youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. And uh, Urban Meyer um, just recently met with the media while we were talking to Daniel because Tim Tebow has been cut. And I started the show with the <laughs> the saga of Tim Tebow, his career arc. For the fact that anyone has a career arc and they've played only three years in the NFL, only one year as a starter, and it wasn't even a full year as a starter, and he made the playoffs and won a playoff game as the first quarterback in the NFL's history under the new overtime rules of getting the ball first. You score a touchdown, you win, you just kick a field goal. The other team has a chance to match or win. He's the first guy to throw a walk-off against the Pittsburgh Steelers that day. He also threw for 316 yards in that game. Dude, well, Tebow, I mean, 316. Yeah, I know, but like what? Uh, uh, <laughs> the Bible almost, verse. Almost about 20. Of, oh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Missed it. Appreciate it. <laughs> You're talking to a Jewish guy. I got guy. you. I got you. I got you. We can't hold that one against him, bro. <laughs> um, well, I was pointing out, though, that, you know, uh, uh, about a fifth of it came on that one well, last yeah, touchdown. Yeah, of course. So 80 yards on that play. So, and that's the bottom line. But uh, that's what I was we, we all we all knew the long shot it was, and people were very critical of just the mere fact that Tebow got a shot. But the world's still spinning, and as I said, Urban Meyer um, now has given at least a taste to his new charges and his new organization, and also to everyone else in the NFL that might watch what's going on in Jacksonville and want in. That if you do something for me, um, I'll never forget it. And you'll be part of my inner circle forever. <laughs> and um, he gave Tebow a shot. This was Urban Meyer earlier um, today on the cutting of Tim Tebow. Is this the end of the road for Tim, NFL, professional football? I would guess it is. You know, we didn't get that deep with it. Obviously, he's his own man. Um, uh, elite, elite warrior, elite competitor, uh, but he's also 34 years old. No, it's special teams. You know, this whole roster management is really critical as we journey here into the next two weeks. You know, offensive players that, you know, two of the special teams phases are tackling. 
and if you never tackled, that's what I found myself, and I still find it myself. All of us, you know, every every off day, we'll have a two to three hour meeting about roster management, and it comes down because we expect to be very good in special teams, and you know, tight end position is one of those, and tailback, if if you can't contribute on special teams, that's a tough go. So, it's Urban Meyer's honest assessment. Uh, of the special teams tackling. Obviously, his blocking is what got much of the Twitterverse talking or lack of it. That's it. Tim, 34 years old. Yeah, man, I don't think uh, – what, what percentage of, of fans thought that he'd actually make the team? I mean, I think it was really small. You know what? It's, it's not the expectation, really. It's the reality of it. And I think the – part about Tebow trying out that everybody was hoping for is that the reality would never hit and this would just be another version of Tebow time when we least expect a an emergence one would occur that was essentially as I said at the top of the show the thing that got so many people riled up and in love with Tebow. Obviously, you know, the way he comports himself and his um, frequent discussion of his religion, I think, attracted a lot of people to him too. Certainly if they share the same religious beliefs. But, you know, Tim Tebow tweeting out today that he was thankful for the highs and even the lows, the opportunities and setbacks. I never wanted to make decisions out of fear of failure, and I'm grateful for the chance to have pursued a dream. He thanks the Jaguars and everyone who supported him, and and we know that God works all things together for good in Romans 8.28. Again, um, he is somebody who talks quite a bit about his religious beliefs, and I do believe in this country and around the world a lot of people are attracted by that and and so everybody was hoping that he would eventually just have another Tebow time moment we didn't expect it just take a look at the way he's performing in practice that he doesn't look like he can do it and then when the lights are on and you're you least expect it it happens, and I think we were all hoping that, but father time is undefeated, right? Well, also, Even though Brady keeps on Well, there's also a big difference, it. too. Like, he's playing a tight end, so he's playing a position reliant on someone to get him the ball, and he's got to do all these things he's never right. done before. Correct. Also, I mean, the odds were, were, were yeah, no, against I, I, him, I and the, the odds of this happening were absolutely, you and know. Kind of like you said before, it's just one guy doing another guy solid. Like, hey, you want to try out? Cool, let's try it. Didn't work out. You know what else that video did, man? It kind of confirmed to me that sports gives us a very skewed view of life, right? Urban Meyer just said he's 34, like he's old or something. 34 years old is not old. Like on CM Punk week here, I would come over and GTS Brockman right now if they told me I could go back to 34 (laughs) years old. And like sports just makes you feel like once you hit that 30 mark, it's done. Life is over just because... You're not at your, maybe your peak physical, but man, like 34 and he kind of made it seem like that's it. Like I realize for football it is, but 34, man, you've got, you're still so young and you still got so much life ahead of you, but sports makes you think that you're old. Well, 
And you're touching upon what is essentially, you know, the conundrum for athletes, professional athletes, certainly football players, that Nate Burleson touched on a little bit yesterday. I was going to say that. And that, you know, I always use Marshall Falk as the example that every running back that just got drafted and every running back that's in college right now and any kid that's thinking about becoming a running back would sign for Marshall Falk's career. (laughs) Yeah. All right, if that was put on a piece of paper, I don't know what you just mentioned about CM Punk and the other stuff that kind of... (laughs) It was just a wrestling move. I I understood what you... I kind of got the gist that you would do something to get younger. I I, I got the general gist. But if you could put it on a piece of paper for anybody to sign, you can have Marshall Falk's career done, right? Yeah. He retired from the NFL in his early 30s. I think he was 32 or 33. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. When he retired? And this is a guy who 32. Sh- he should have won the Heisman Trophy instead of Gino Toretta, and we love to always bust his thoughts <laughs> about that. You know, and, and he should have won the Heisman. He would have been the first overall selection if he didn't tell the Bengals, don't do it. <laughs> and he was a first ballot Hall of Famer who talked about football heaven and did go into the Hall of Fame before the age of 40. <laughs> This is all stuff that you signed for. But Marshall, at age 32, had to figure out what to do next after all the years of doing one thing better than most. What next? And that's why I think Tim Tebow gave it a whirl. He's, He's giving a try on a lot of the what next. He might be, he might be going back to work at ESPN already, like now, and might be sitting there going, oh, this doesn't light my fire. Like, I love doing it. I'm fortunate to do it. It might not be. That's why he wants to try out for the Mets. A lot of people might think it's just him doing the look at me. I'm Tim Tebow. I have an opportunity. But why not push that button if you want to try it? I've always thought that about Tim Tebow. I don't, I don't, I always try to ascribe the positive in people, certainly who put the positive vibes out. That I, 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 I always thought he's just doing what we would all dream of doing if we had the opportunity. Now what next at 34? I don't know. So you're saying, you know, sports makes you feel old. Yeah, it's a young man's game. All, all those 21, 22-year-olds that just got drafted, they're running around like deer and they, they, they're tackling on special teams. You know, and that's why a lot of these guys who are 31, 32, 33 – are fighting for their jobs and are coming for you, 21, 22, 23-year-old, because they know the what next is right around the corner. And the 21, 22, and 23-year-old don't know that the what next could be right around the corner for them right now. On average, it will be in the NFL. And it's life, man. It is total life. I've seen it in person in the NFL, and you kind of touched on that a little bit. And that's why I don't you know, blame Tebow for giving it a whirl. And in terms of just, you know, the what next, I looked up the draft class, Tim Tebow's draft class. Oh, yeah. Let's no. hit this. You know, there are only two quarterbacks. Well, now, Tim, one quarterback still left from the 2010 draft class. You know who it is? Um, off the top of my head, I do not. I'm looking at just at the first round. So Colt you, McCoy Colt is McCoy. the only quarterback still I mean, left. So, so, you know, Sam Bradford, just here's the first round. Let's just run through this. It's kind of interesting. I dig this stuff anyway. And it's... <laughs> Name of the show is right, so let's do it. <laughs> um, 
Sam Bradford was number one overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. And he was, this was the last year in which you got paid, he got paid like you got paid. Because yeah. the next year, 2011, was Cam, right? Was yeah. Cam. And yeah. trust me, I know I lost all my hair hosting NFL Total Access 2011 in a lockout. This changed. Sam Bradford was the last guy who would be paid the highest anybody's ever been paid in the history of the franchise just because he was drafted first overall. That got changed. You know who was second? And Dominican Sue. Yeah. Who's still going strong. Gerald McCoy, three for the Bucks. Yeah. Trent Williams. Trent Williams. Still going strong. It was the first of the bear hugs that year. Eric Berry, bless him. Uh, Russell Okun for the Seahawks. Joe Hayden. One of my favorite humans on the planet. Still going quite strong for the Pittsburgh Steelers now. Rolando McClain, eighth overall. C.J. Spiller, ninth. And then Tyson Alu-Alu for the Jaguars. Um, Going further down, this was fascinating to me. I I remember this like it was yesterday. Seahawks there, 14th overall. They need a guy to patrol the secondary. You're thinking, new head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll was going to go with only his guys. He's going to go with his guys, the Pac-12, Pac-10 at the time probably, and he's just going to go with his guys, and Taylor Mays is sitting out there, and he chose Earl Thomas instead, and we're all like, okay, okay. So Pete's in the NFL now. Got it. We're back in the NFL. And he went Earl Thomas. Jason Pierre-Paul next. Mike Upati went a couple picks later. Marquise Pouncey just retired after him. And then 22nd overall. First of two first rounds of draft choices for the Broncos. There goes Demarius Thomas. Brian Balaga went to the Packers next. And then um, Broncos, 25th overall, took Tebow. Do you know who went right before him? For the Dallas Cowboys? Throwing up the X, correct? Well, I I do know that because that was the Patriots pick, and I was very excited that they were going to take Des Bryant, and then they traded down with Dallas. And you have no idea how my text blew up on that day. I was going crazy. Like, I mean, we ended up taking Devin McCourty. Yeah, I was about work, to say, work, man. It worked, worked out. out. I mean, worked, worked out for you. Wouldn't you rather? <laughs> wouldn't you rather? Like, now, hindsight, wouldn't you rather? I think it worked have out Devin for McCourty? both of us. Yeah. Uh, no. What? Uh, because that was the era of no Super Bowl appearances in a while, and the offense was kind of, uh, eh. That is true. Well, look, but they made up for it in the second round. That's where they took Gronk. Yeah, but imagine so, if you had Gronk and Dez. Dude. <laughs> or yeah. you got your guy in the back who's still he's still there. He's, I know, he's still there. I get it. Jerry Hughes, the Colts, and Patrick Robinson for the Saints, who drafted last because they won the Super Bowl, which is what our next guest, Cam Jordan, wants to bring back. I just find that fascinating, bro. Yeah, Rich, that's actually one of my favorite things to do in all sports. Is look just back at drafts? Look at drafts and go. And it, and as a you know, as a guy who has multiple teams, as you like to Dang. say, I've got a lot of times where I sit there and go, how do we have two picks and well, didn't you, take Michael Porter Jr.? Well, how you only we, have one. You only have one in the NFL, though. I got one NFL, one baseball team. Well, you yeah. also have uh, two in the NBA, and yeah. they both made news back-to-back. Back. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, the Clippers, yeah. and today, the Sixers signing Joel Embiid. I want to get your thoughts on that. And oh, also want to recount stuff. a pre-show moment between you and Brockman that I want to bring to the people. <laughs> it was terrific. It was dynamite. Be. I cannot wait to bring that to the people, but the people's <laughs> champ, in a way, if you will, of the of the bayou, uh, of the Gulf South, of the great state of Louisiana, uh, by way of Cal, Berkeley, uh, Cam Jordan. When we come back right here on the Rich Eisen Show, we'll talk to a saint right there 
Wonder what was Jameis doing on the practice field with the techno music? We'll, just, we'll, we'll ask that directly of Cameron Jordan, one of the best in the league, next. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Seattle is hosting New Orleans in a playoff game. Correct. In Seattle. And we played them earlier we played them early. in the season. So um, it's not uncommon. We played them on Monday Night Football five weeks prior. And now we are back in the divisional round at Seattle. Only it's a little different. We're, we're staying over uh, across the water in Bellevue. And so the first thing in the morning when I get up is I have a waffle you know, the whipped cream, strawberries, and I'm, I'm flipping through the networks trying to get either ESPN or NFL Network. Who's going to give me the forecast? There's NFL Network. I got it. And they're going to these sites where the divisional games are going to be played. And they're talking about, this is sunny here, blah, blah, blah. And then to Seattle, and they and they get to the Seahawks Stadium, and, and I know that it's going to be, and you can see the wind. And... <clears throat> I'm eating my waffle and they pan down on Russell Wilson and Drew Brees throwing a football on the field in their grays. I'm going to tell you where I'm supposed to be at that moment when they're throwing a football. I am supposed to be meeting with the officials, discussing the inactives, all right, and getting ready to say the Lord's Prayer and give our players a pep talk. That's where I'm supposed to be at that moment. I stumble out of the bed. This is my worst nightmare. I know I'm a half an hour away from the stadium. And I'm thinking to myself, national anthem, I'm in my underwear late to the game. Right? That's the nightmare that I have. Wow. And 
I just saw Breeze and Russell Wilson warming up, and I run to the shower, call my assistant, can't get him. The waffle is spilled on the floor. I get back, my assistant says, hey, what's up? And I said, when did the buses leave? No one called. He said, coach, the buses haven't left yet. They had taken B-roll from the Monday night game. Someone in the tape room ran the wrong tape. Can you imagine? I text Falk, he's on set with Rich. I said, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I had a cow. Like, I'm telling you, you have no idea. We're talking about being like, this is the divisional playoff game, yeah. not being there for the kickoff as the head coach. That's how late I was. And Sean, just Marshall showing me the text. We went back and forth. I arrived. <laughs> This guy now is live on the field, and I peek out at the stadium only because of the conditions, and I take a look, and Rich says, good to have Sean Payton here at the stadium on time. Just some, some slight comment that not one person can understand until we tell the story. Amazing. Ah, yes, my buddy Sean Payton back in the day. We are back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH. Uh, number to dial, Cameron Jordan calling us shortly here on the program. One of our favorites on this program, Cam Jordan, and I'm, I'm saying that even before he's on the phone line. Normally I will say that in a very sly manner when they can hear that before I introduce them. Uh, one of our other favorites is Travis Kelsey, who um, was all over the Twitterverse, <laughs> merely for shaving Ooh. his beard. Now then, look at that right there. That is, uh, that's a freak out. It's a whoa. That's a freak out. Now, I will say if he is going to be, you know, trying to star in Broken Arrow 3 or something. <laughs> nice. I mean, that's, that's the guy. Was there a Broken Arrow 2? I think there was. I'm, I'm kind of hedging my bet right now. I think, didn't, didn't Howie Long once tell us there was a Broken Arrow 2 or something like that? I think he did. I think he I did, right? Being here. Right, feller? I thought he did say that. And um, that's your guy. But the reaction was so <laughs> harsh. Not great. That he felt the need to draw <laughs> on his face this big black beard with what looks like a Sharpie or whatever and put that as his new profile pic. <laughs> now, I will, um, I will, I don't know, I, I, I'm assuming this is information he doesn't mind me saying because i reached out to him oh you did i did okay i i um i direct messaged him with the meme from uh jerry Maguire, just to simply help me help you <laughs> because as you know i have been rocking this beard on my face for a good three four years now to the point where whenever I, the last time I had to shave this off was to shoot the Rich Eisen show Super Bowl oh, yeah, open right. as uh, David Caruso right. when we did the CSI Miami knockoff open of our show from a couple of years ago. So like December of 2019 was the last time I was clean shaven. And it's jarring. It's kind of jarring oh, for jarring. me. Yeah. And, and Susie likes the beard. So I do too. So it stays. My children cannot stand the beard. <laughs> what is the reason? I don't know. Yeah. Taylor wants it gone. Cooper wants it gone. Cooper tells me I look younger without it, which is great to hear from a 10-year-old. Um, Zan wants it gone, I think, just because he wants to be part of the chorus. I don't know. He might just genuinely want it gone. <laughs> just 
piling on. Susie does not. I don't. I like it. Also, Rich, when Suze was here, we kind of decided that um, it's not quite a beard. It's kind of like a five o'clock shadow that you got. What? Are you, what? It's, oh, what are you, oh boy. What? I mean, what are you talking about? This is. <laughs> it's not really. I mean, a, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, the beard is not. You know, like a like um, Chester A. Arthur, or you know, <laughs> like uh, like part You're of the not like I'm a cough drop brother like ben, or something. Like Martin Van Buren. Yeah, I'm not. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I, as someone who is beard gang, I would consider yours more of like some scruff. But it appears that Kelsey, um, shaved the beard off. As part of the uh, a mustache Monday in support of Andy Reid or something like that. Interesting. And then had to go to an event publicly. See, there's mustache Monday <laughs> right there. So that's what he had. Look at him right there. He had that mustache. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And he then had to go to an event publicly and, didn't and looked in the mirror and goes, I, I can't have a mustache. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Thought it untenable. <laughs> right. And so shaved it all off, unaware that that move would be viewed as such a provocative act to Kelsey fans worldwide. He won't do that again. That he (laughs) then went, turned around, grabbed some form of a Sharpie, defaced his own photograph, which appears to be a selfie, and popped it on Twitter to try and close the loop here. I believe this is the story behind what has occurred with Travis Kelsey wow. and the facial hair gate. Do we put it a gate? Do we call it a gate? No, is that's it a, a gate? Beard, beard gate? Beard, beard, beard gate? I mean, beard gate. Stash gate? Beard Razor gate? gate? Razor gate? He should have he kept the stash. I thought it was for like a commercial or something, but I mean, this is. You know, there's a bunch of apps now that you can put up to your face, and if you have facial hair, it removes it. So at first oh, I was really? like, All right, wait, what? Yeah. Oh, it's scary. Yeah. So I was like, There's okay. There's literally an app for what? that? Yeah. yeah I, so I've <laughs> seen, I don't know what the app is. I have to look, but I've seen videos of people like, well, the video of them putting their face there and then moving it like, over. What would I look like without it? Without a, yeah, without facial, without a beard. So at first I was like, this isn't real. He didn't really shave, but he did. Okay. Yeah. Oof, man, oh man. It was definitely jarring. A lot of people were having their jokes about you know, he look. He looks like you know X Y Z. Fill in the blank. <laughs> well, I mean, he, there's nothing wrong with the way that he looks. I no, think it's just everybody's fine, used to seeing know, him, or... and then I think the beard has become, and and I feel the same way. Part of your personality, your persona. Also, the you know? buzz cut too. Kelsey usually is first team all hair, and then add, add the beard is always perfectly groomed. And so you're just like, whoa, buzz yeah. cut, no beard, while what's were, that? While you were gone, we saw a lot of clips of completely clean shaving you, and that was like, wow, man, like he yeah, that's true. so different. Yeah, all like, the baby face. We agreed, though, that the beard, the, the, the beard, the scruff, whatever. The no, beard, no, 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 it, no, 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 hold on, stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I will not be Kelsey'd. <laughs> we're making it a verb now. Your beard plays as well. No, 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 no. We are not whatevering this. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. Story time, because as I believe uh, Mr. Jordan is going to be either calling in later or another day. Yeah, he's indisposed at the moment. Great. So let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. All right. Much like the New York Yankees organization. 
ESPN frowns, or used to, I shouldn't use the current, I don't know, frowned upon facial hair. Oh, yeah. Okay? Frowned upon it. Which meant I've never seen anybody grow a beard overnight out of spite like Keith Olbermann. <laughs> he could. Okay? But, you know, Keith did have a mustache back in the day, and then after yeah. a while... ESPN, uh, that might have been grandfathered in. I don't know. I, knew, I need to reach out to KO to get the, the, the mustache, beard, yeah, facial when hair he, when story. He first started, but he would he be clean shaven one day and the next day come in and look like, you know, uh, <laughs> Kenny Rogers because he was pissed about something. One time I decided to grow a goatee <laughs> on vacation. Um, all right. I decide I'm, I'm still growing. single at this point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes. Anything in ESPN. By the way, that meant nothing. Well, no, 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 no. Um, again, when Susie's back here, you can ask her about the story of me giving her an ultimatum about being just friends still. Okay? <laughs> oh, that's right. All right. But we, we didn't get married until we got engaged in the back half of my tenure at ESPN. Okay. But at any rate, I decided to grow um, a goatee. And I went on vacation, and I grew the whole thing, the beard, and then cut off the sides yeah. just to go with a goatee. That's it. My problem was the mustache and the beard part didn't really connect very well. I had an, an issue with this part right here. To this day, I kind of still do, mm -hmm. right? And so I went into the makeup chair and they said, quote unquote, what are you doing? I told him I'm growing a goatee and I would like to do this tonight. And they kind of gave me this look like kind of no, like, is everything all right with you here? And everything, because again, this is a provocative act. I just liked the way it looked. There was nothing provocative going on. I'm sure it was upset about something. Goatees were the move in the mid-90s. Goatees were the move, man. Right. I had one for late a long 90s, time. Late 90s, late 90s. It could be early aughts. I had one for a long I don't, time. I, don't, I can't peg the exact time. It definitely wasn't when Susie and I were engaged. Let's put it that way. All right, so I had it drawn in. <laughs> they took one of those, you know, I like, like uh, yeah, eyeliner. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. that they that you fill in, you know, yeah. your eyebrows or whatever. Yeah. And so, it, problem is, it didn't exactly match. And I still went on the air, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a complete, unmitigated disaster. Who are with you all, doing like, and, and so, I, with all due respect. I, 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 honestly, with all due respect to Travis Kelsey and whatever compelled him to deface his own selfie to stop the madness, my thing was a complete – because he still looks like that. Oh, sure. sure. Right? Like still, he still, very he still right. looks yeah, – yeah, even, yeah. even the photo – I'll be honest. I don't uh, – I will always shoot you straight. Even the photograph of him defacing his face, he still is an attractive man. Yeah, yeah. He's a leading man. He's a leading man. Yeah, leading man. Look at that right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he still he he does look like a high school child, but the other one where he's, you know, freshly clean. It was there a broken arrow too when it's all said and done. It didn't look like. Okay, so he could be in broken arrow too, right there. I mean, he still looks like that.
Firestorm my too. alternative, my alternative is thank goodness the internet and Twitter didn't exist. I know. I was trying to much. Google. No, it's yeah, not I'm there. Doing the yeah, same thing. It was, it was one. Trust me. It was one and done. It was one and done. Who was your co-host that day? I don't remember. It was one and done. I got I got all sorts of messages, emails at the time. Again, there were no there was really no texting at the time either. Believe it or not, there might have been, but I I don't know if it worked on my BlackBerry or not <laughs> but my gosh i was like yeah. what sort of s is on your face why would you do that <laughs> what is going on could you tell at the time like looking at the monitor did you know it looked that bad i left the makeup room to be honest with you feller i left the makeup room thinking i am a damn fine looking sports center anchor <laughs> and then i got oh, I down i day. got down to the set and i popped down you know different Things look different on on camera. <laughs> I thought to myself, this might not be the best idea. <laughs> and I still, you know, at that point in time, it's like when you're on that roller coaster and you're going up. That's yeah, it. That's great. Uh, here I am. Here we go. We're gonna have to go through this ride. And at down. some point, it's gonna end. <laughs> <laughs> and at some point, your stomach's gonna drop, yep. and you're either gonna vomit or not. And um, it it was the. Uh, the former, not the latter. Okay, Rich. Cam Jordan update. Going to join us top of the hour, 2 o'clock Eastern. Ladies and gentlemen. 27 minutes from right now. Rich, when I was underage back in college, used to do the same thing. I'd go to girls I were friends with and have the mascara or whatever and had a fake ID, and I would try to color in my, my mustache a little darker. <laughs> and I've, I've, done, I've been there, Did it man. work? Well, I was a little darker, so I think it... It's probably like you said the color didn't match mine matched a little bit better I'm sure so man I had a problem in college man because I had this baby face and I still but have you know, a baby face go they, you can do a two piece go it just so didn't it fine. just it didn't it didn't work and by the way which I'm sharing completely did I ever have I ever told you I went through my entire college experience because I skipped kindergarten I it it cascaded all the way through I went through college uh, and graduated as a 20 year old. Yeah. I went through my entire college experience using a fake ID to get into places. Well done. <laughs> oh, this you graduated at 20? I did. Me too. Wow. Do you remember the, the name? White knuckle what rider. What was your name on the fake ID? <laughs> oh, it was still my name. Oh, it was. Okay. So yeah. you, you and gradu- my dad, may he rest in peace, Joel Eisen, he got it for me so I could get into uh, casinos with him in Atlantic City. <laughs> <laughs> it was dad approved. Great. It was dad approved. <laughs> So so I had that. High I at least had that. Wow. But it was white that knuckle with all my friends who were like going to go in, and you know, you're with your gentleman caller wanting to have a nice night, you know, sure. and 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 you get rejected, and the 21 year old, 22 year old, you know, girl gets in. Oh my God! It was white knuckle on those lines. <laughs> white knuckle. White knuckle. And there oh, it is. There a copy it is. of the ID. Well done. <laughs> McIsen. I like it. That's my bar mitzvah photo, by the way. Organ donor. Well done. <laughs> well done, everybody. That's not my ID. So you're going to the Taj with your dad on the boardwalk? Uh, I don't remember which casino it was, but we took bus rides down, yeah. I mean, I loved it. Did you guys ever get your fake IDs taken? I never had one. No. no. Yeah, oh, I did. I did. I did. I was the statute. By the way, the statute of limitations is up on this now. Oh, right? for sure. I just want to make <laughs> sure. Thirty years ago. Okay. Know. It's harsher punishment if you do you, if you use a different name because that's fraud. 
Oh, so oh, you're in your own name. Oh. I have no idea how uh, I know that. But. We, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's the case, I better not tell this story. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Very fraudulent. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what, guys? No, here's a funny story. Since, <laughs> so I've got an ID. We're in Lehigh. I go, I go to college in Pittsburgh. My buddy is from Lehigh area. So we go to Lehigh College. The Lehigh is in the Eastern time zone? Yeah, it's in the Eastern time zone of the East Coast of Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. And so here's the funny thing. I've got a buddy's fake ID. And I go up to this bar. Yes. And there's two bouncers. There's a white guy and there's a black guy. Okay. And I'm sitting there thinking. And I go, all right, I'm going to go over to the brother. He'll let me in. <laughs> so I roll over to my man with this confidence. Like, I got my chest out. I'm so confident. Like, this is my man. He's going to let me in. He looks at this ID and then looks at me and then proceeds to break down every facial feature that I have different <laughs> from the ID. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, wow, really, bro? So the answer is no, and let no, me tell you, you why. Let me tell you why. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, your eyes are a different color. Your nose is a he's little. He's like, well, this guy, he's like, his nose is a little broader than yours, and, like, his lips are smaller. And I was like, wow, really? Like, I just figured you look. I should have went to the other man. I thought you'd you know? hook me up, man. Yeah. Come yeah. on. And he took it. Shout out to my man, Ronnie Massengill, and that is his real name, and that's whose fake ID I had. Or it was his real ID. That he and just he gave like, to you. Right? Yeah, and then he oh never got it back. Oh, my gosh. And is it true what you just told me in my ear about what the anniversary yeah, is? Yeah, today, uh, super bad, 2007. Is that right? Oh, wow. yeah. We first today learned about the name of McLovin. That's right. <laughs> huh. How about that? Wow. Who knew? <laughs> So all right. So thanks for shaving, oh, Travis Kelsey. You just gave us all a good laugh. <laughs> Content rich. Uh, who knew? Ah, oh, yes. Well done. <laughs> Look at that beard. <laughs> Come on. Your beard is great. No one has scratched in the rest of us. Please put this up on our YouTube banner for right. everyone to see right. immediately. immediately. Right. Also, this is our just say we we know the tweet this out from at Rich Eisen Show. We know the feeling, Travis. At T Kelsey. Okay. Switch. Text me that picture. Oh my gosh. My beard was looking very moist. It was good. <laughs> it's legit. That's yeah. not drawn in. We know that. Well, it's not that long. You were here and my barber decided he was going to take like an inch That's off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So we'll come back and we'll talk about that big signing of the Philadelphia 76ers all in on Joel Embiid. Yeah, not a bad guy to be all in on. And then what you and Brockman were talking about is fantastic. <laughs> well done. Well done, Smitch. Good job. Well done. Drawing beards on all of us. That's on our YouTube. we got to put that on our YouTube better stat. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. 
Let's start this. Let's get this. Uh, okay. So this is a little early. I don't do uh, lunch martinis. But... So you're, you're pouring a martini now into the martini Uh-oh. shaker. I, I poured just a little in. It looked like there may have been... But you won't complain. Don't, no, I'm not, don't I'm send the drink back. Uh, we just need to... We all, The olives are already in the glasses. <laughs> don't bruise it. Don't bruise it. Some people at home, what about stirring? There's a great uh, bar called the Edmund over on Melrose. They yeah. like to stir. I, I like that. I like to shake a little bit. So <laughs> are you more like Bond, shake and not stirred? Or you're, I, prefer, I prefer actually bruising the vodka, making it ice cold. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sure. These are vermouth-washed glasses. We had put a little vermouth in there earlier. Okay. And then... Uh, Pouring it out. Why don't you one, tell you, why don't I'll you take t- that one. Take, this is uh, my friend Rich Eisen. Are we toasting? I just want to toast you. Seeing you again, you want to toast uh, the Espen, correct? Well, you cho- we are toasting to ESPN's 40th anniversary. Oh. Uh, there is a big event going on this weekend. My invitation is probably where yours is right yeah. now. Yeah. So we just figured, why not just do it oh, ourselves? What a nice thought. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I haven't seen you in a very long time. My arm's getting sore. I know. Because <laughs> I like to toast. Uh, I, I haven't seen you in a long time, Craig, and I've, you know, I've been cultivating this caper to try and get you to come on this show. And you're I the only guy. What if I only do your show? I'd love to just do that because I like you're you're smooth and natural that I compliment you. I like rich. There you I go. I like rich. Okay. Let me just see what this is because the water, that. the ice was sitting there. Cheers to you. Nice to see you. Cheers to you. Nice, nice to, to you. finally meet you. Um, <laughs> Cheers. Mm. Watered down. No, don't don't say anything. It's watered down. It's, but it's. That's it, fun. That's because the ice was sitting there. But, but let's pretend it's not. This is what I say mm-hmm. at a bar or a restaurant, the big four up in San Francisco and Knob Hill. I take a sip. Mm-hmm. I go like this. I go, this is the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> I enjoy the moment. This is now the greatest moment of my life when I take a sip of mm-hmm. a beautiful mm-hmm. chilled vodka. Mm. I need fresh ice. We're going to do it again off off the air. <laughs> but the vodka does taste appropriately bruised. By the way. And it feels, it's, and it was made with love. Yeah. I felt, I, I felt I it. Felt, when I, I felt, poured, when I poured the vodka in there, I saw that it went up to, I knew there was water in there from the ice melting. But that's okay. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I don't want to, I'm not complaining, but we, we didn't, we didn't have to say anything. And I was the one who said it because I thought you might. It, it, it is just the most special moment in my life, Let's right? Let's try this again. Let's try this one more problem. time. Here we go. Were you choosing again or no? I, I was just going to sip again. I just, this mic is in my way. Okay, I, here we go. It's hard to drink. That's why it's hard to drink with a mic in your hands. Okay, here we go. Craig Kilborn here on the Rich Eisen Show. And a little Joe Beam. Add a little music, please. Mm, very good. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't seen that in two years. <laughs> Back here on the Rich Eisen show, he just showed <laughs> Kerry Kilborn when he came here. Killer. That was so much fun. He was here for the full third hour. That was great, man. Killer. It's his oh, birthday man. next. So week. funny. Next Gosh. Can we get him back in at some point? Yeah. That was hilarious. That was well. He was here because it was the 40th anniversary yeah. of ESPN, and, and you everyone... guys hadn't seen each other in a while. Right? Well, I mean, I just figured, how, how can I be part of the celebration <laughs> yeah, right, when right, it right. seems like every other anchor was invited back to be <laughs> part of the celebration? <laughs> and you two were and not. Dan <laughs> and Keith were reunited. Right. Tariko yeah. was invited right. back, even though he's kicking everybody's ass from NBC. And you two were casually. And like, then we wow. were just <laughs> yeah. so. But the funny thing, we showed the video uh, that we just showed on yeah, our our Peacock that. feed to this to our, our radio audience. If you want to see us. Uh, you can go to get us every day at PeacockTV.com and sign up for free. You get us for nothing, for free. It's good free. stuff. Free. And so uh, the video we just showed is 
at the end of his one hour stay, we were cheersing. I mean, and and it was his call to make the cocktail and the martini and the sh- and shake it. Yeah, he was very into and that. but into it like you he know had, he had special he, vodka. He, he had request. special vodka, yeah, and yeah. he was that was part of the producing of the hour. <laughs> right. Like we produced the segments, and uh, Gus Ramsey, who runs questions. who runs Dan Patrick yeah. School of Broadcasting. Uh, down in Florida, who is the longtime Sports Center anchor, who came up, a Sports Center producer, who came up with so many lines for Craig and me and so many others. He came up with great five questions for Craig, but he he hammered down every down detail about what vodka and it needs to be chilled and it's the glass needed to be, you know, lined with vermouth first and <laughs> yeah, and the ice cubes. Gosh, and- man. One of one. Craig Kilborn, one of one. The best. Unicorn. The best. Oh. His Twitter, his Instagram, Instagram. feed is a must. It's... <laughs> At any rate, so big news in the association. Not surprising news. Not surprising. Not at all. No, not at all. You're going to super max out uh, Mr. Embiid 100 times out of 100, 1,000 yeah, out of 1,000. Absolutely. Million times out of a million. You're the Philadelphia 76ers. You're super maxing. You're given you're given the full uh, amount possible to Joel Embiid, right? T.J. Jefferson. I mean, that's, that's, it goes without saying. It's a mandatory. I know, situation. and they and you know, and they're <clears throat> tweeting out photographs of him signing the paper and everything. Well, Chris Brockman channeled uh, his inner mass hole, <laughs> and also all of what you can deliver in terms of your acting chops, Chris. <laughs> you looked at T.J. Jefferson, and I think for just a split sliver of a second, you bought it. Yay or nay? Just a split, slight sliver of a second. No. You no, you didn't see the news. <laughs> you bought it for a second. I and did so not go ahead, buy say, it. say what you said in the matter. And again, for those who are on Peacock, can see your facial expression. Right. So, so this, you is, could, this is pre show. About he, 10 minutes before air. Yeah, too. TJ's sitting over there, and I just went, hey, did you see the sign and trade? Just like that. Mm-hmm. And your response was, no, I didn't. I was like, what are you talking about? What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. And Embiid. Sign and trade. And I was like, yeah, I knew he signed an extension. Did they make a trade? You said, I didn't. You said, I heard about the the sign. I didn't see anything about a trade uh-huh. is what you said. Just he like was, that. He was trying to make me feel like we signed him and then traded him. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I was and never follow And then give that. the coup de gras. Give the well, coup de gras. Like, sign and trade to Boston. Yeah. And no, you were, and you were like, Brad Stevens is really like killing Stevens. it. He's <laughs> killing making it. moves. Making moves. Making moves. Sign and trade to Boston. Brad's on a heater. Yeah, I was like, come on, man. I ain't buying that. Yeah, yeah. And B just like figured I can't beat that's Boston when in the you, playoffs. That's when you realized. He's got to join the That it was a joke. But right up to that, there was a slight sliver of like, I got to check my Twitter feed. I got to check my phone. You thought that for one second, I would believe that the Sixers would trade MB to the sign and Celtics? Trade. No, no. Sign but a sign and trade. Sign and trade. Uh, for who? There's no one in the league you could trade for Joel Embiid. He's the you best. Wouldn't, you wouldn't trade Embiid for Giannis? Who? Hold on. Wow. What about Whoa. a package for Lillard? Who? What about what about a package for Lillard? Well, you know, I sent I sent Hoskins a picture. I don't know if we'll be able to pop it up, but eventually there is going to come a time. Oh. Where if he could pop it, that would be great. I don't know if he can, but <laughs> Lillard will be a sixer. I'm telling oh, you, it's going to happen. Wow. 
Wow. There then, it is. And this is going to be a great game. No, This is going to be a great go. game Hold when on. the Sixers meet up with the Blazers. And, cold day. And, that's, and Ben so, and Joel were on different teams. And, and that's no, a picture of Simmons in the Blazers jersey. Yeah, because Because he's the one that's going there. Yeah, and Lillard will be. Lillard, had, he was in the background. You couldn't really see. He was dropping 35 with a Sixers jersey. Ah. Just write that yeah, down. Yeah. But I'm just tweeting this I out just so we have a record. That's of it. gonna happen. Write it down, take a picture. Why would the Blazers do that in a million years? I unless mean, unless Lillard makes things so publicly untenable. Well, let's hope he does. <laughs> that doesn't seem to be his MO look, at all. Look, by we, the way, here's how I know, and I shouldn't say these things because they sound definitive and there's nothing definitive about this. Here's how I know Lillard is not gonna do that or it's not in his mo because what greater bigger platform would he have had to have made his thoughts known even in the most passive aggressive manner which is the manner in which he would have chosen it because he's on an international stage at the olympics wearing a jersey that has the united states across it he could have at any opportunity done the passive aggressive thing right then and there when the whole, it would have lit up the entire NBA Twitter machine. He doesn't roll like that. You know, it's not. He the, doesn't. The Olympics were bigger than him. He realizes that. No, I know. I'm, I'm not saying he would have made it bigger than the Olympics. He would have done it in a passive aggressive manner. The number of times he was asked the question, he probably lost track. And as a matter of fact, he was he was kind of swatting away any, any inc, you know, impli- implications that are were coming his way on that front from outside observers he was swatting that away but at any rate i just found it funny that for a split second brock made you think that the six is signed <laughs> trade joel Embiid. I, I but this I, is I a great confused. move a great move now does <laughs> now this does beg the question what next with simmons what happens yeah. now well, you just and saw when? the picture i no, i've seen the fake picture well there's all kinds of reports that he's not even talking to philadelphia people like yeah it's like he hasn't returned move me calls. let's go like before the season starts I need out. What if he had played for Australia? Honestly. Like, was it Mark Stein who said that well, with us before he, well, he the was the one who, He was the one pointing out that he could have played for Australia, and as we know... And boosted his stock a little bit. He would have been yeah. in a gold medal game. Right. Look, guys, I, might, I don't know if America could have handled have him and Joe Ingles. No, pardon me, not the gold medal game. The, uh, uh, the bronze. Yes. He could, have, he could have been... Well, that was the semifinal. He would have been in the semifinal game. Yeah. I mean, what bigger platform could he have had if he was lighting it up with the rest of Team Australia, which was... Really good team. Yes. Yeah. And the French. And we didn't even talk because we one of the things we left is Evan Fournier saying, I will take James Dolan's money. Oh, yeah. Well, the whole Boston backcourt. Yeah. I mean, Kemba by way of Oklahoma City, but... Kemba and Evan Fournier are now the Knicks starting guards. I don't know. Chris, Chris works, had some brother. feelings about that. I a few had a weeks lot of thoughts, yeah. <laughs> But Brad's doing a great job. I'm fully up. Whatever he's doing, it's working. Well, you don't want to pay Fournier that amount of money. I don't want to pay him that much money. Yeah. And and Kemba Walker was obviously not the Kemba right fit. Kemba was on his, yeah, not the right fit. Let's just be very clear about something. Boston now has Nia Long on their side, and that makes you the winner, Fact. period. Fact. So there's that. I thought I needed a Nia Long, <laughs> and she came to Boston. Yes. So you've won, Brockman. You've won because Neil Long's going to be sitting courtside. Was it the TD Garden or whatever you call it? The TD that? Garden. Yeah. So you, mm. you you guys you've won right next to I ninety three. Let's go. What happens to Ben Simmons and when? 
Well, I told you a weeks ago, Portland, from what I understand, There's is very nice gonna... this time of year. Stop, I mean, stop it. Stop I, can't, I can't stop, won't stop. Listen, I have to think positive things, right? I used to but sit over realistic. there, Brockman, and said and always said for years that I wish I was here. And then after years of wishing, it happened. But that's so, something you're responsible for. You have no input on a straight-up hey, Ben you, Simmons for Dame trade. You don't trade know about the group text that me, Elton Brand... And Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers have you? No, I don't tell you guys everything that goes on. Okay, everybody. TJ Jefferson has lost it. (laughs) It's official, Rich. It is official. And uh, Patrick Beverly, a cup of coffee in Memphis. And now he's in Minnesota. By the way, I would love to be a fly on the wall for the first Patrick Beverly, Alex Rodriguez conversation. (laughs) I would love it. A-Rod and Pat Bev having a chit chat. <laughs> can you imagine? I will. What can you imagine? And of course, I can imagine that's going to happen. You know, with uh, with your buddy Mark. Let's say it again. Your buddy Mark, isn't he uh, buying Mark? Oh, Mark Glory, yes, Mark of course. Glory. Of course. In the day rod. Of course. You know, I'll be great. Pat Bev in Minnesota. Guys, more importantly, the team at home is efforting. Travis Kelsey has responded. Has he really? Yes. <laughs> to us? To us. To our, fo- to our. So let's just tap dance for another minute or so. Because we, we, we tweeted out, out yeah. our, our, our new defaced Rich Eisen <laughs> show quartet <laughs> photograph of me, Brockman, Del Tufo, and a much larger than life, according to Del Tufo, um, <laughs> TJ Jefferson photoshopped in. And uh, we defaced the the beards, and and I, I we posted this during the commercial it's break of that really, we stand with we stand with him we, we stand, stand with, with Travis Kelsey with him, yeah. on the Rich Eisen show, of course. And he's seen it and responded already. He has seen yep. it and responded. Okay, he's seen it and responded. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, somebody's got to be silly in this crazy ass world, right? Why not? So. Yeah, there's a lot of serious stuff happening. All right, Let's so uh, right. coming up in the next hour. Cameron Jordan from the Saints will join us. And then we'll have a conversation with Kirk Herbstreet. He's got his book coming out. Super League is being created before our eyes in college football. Mark my words. Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC is creating a Super League. It's common. More will join the SEC. The question is, is from which other conferences and once the sec picks off the top two teams from other conferences it is going to be a total complete mad dash that's the way it's going i don't see it going any other way the only other way i could see it going which is very contradictory to the sentence i just uttered (laughs) admittedly is if other conferences outside of the SEC band together to create their own Super League, and eventually they'll join with the SEC to create the Super League writ large. Either way, it's coming. So is Kirk Herbstreet. So is Cameron Jordan. That's next. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on this radio network. And also on Peacock, where we still are. And phone calls. So hang on phone if you're calls. on. Hold. We're still going to do bubble wrap before the day's Oh, out, we should so. do that. We promised that. Yeah, we can do that before the Well, day. isn't that what happens in, the, in radio? If you promise something, you got to deliver. You got to pay it off. It's called paying it off, Rich. You got to pay it off. You could pay it forward, pay it off. We can pay it forward while we pay it off. We could pay it off and forward. 
Many different prepositions. More importantly, Travis Kelsey thanks us for holding it down. Is that right? Quote, looking good, two exclamation points. Okay. So we got Kelsey approved. <laughs> 87 there approved. We go. 87 approved, looking good. <laughs> very, very It's amazing silly. what a Sharpie it's can do. It's very, very silly. All of it. So what, who's... Fake ID did you deface back in the day? Who did you take? It, w- it wasn't defaced. It was a, a buddy I used to work with, a guy named Ronnie. And uh, Was he in the famous 90s photograph? Was he part of nah, the... He, he wasn't part of the Foot Locker, Foot Locker crew. Foot no. Locker crew? Foot Locker crew, no. knew him from when I worked at the downtown YMCA. The YMCA crew? Yeah. So he let me borrow his ID and I... I when you worked at the YMCA, mm-hmm. did, you, did you dress... As a construction worker, or that was I was more of the motorcycle guy, wow. so I wore chaps and uh, leather vest. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> what were the what were the what that's were the whole the, thing? Is like I'll say this. I, don't, I honestly don't care. I'll just say this. Do you think what? Do you think? Wouldn't it be amazing to as you know Trump was doing this whole business to YMCA that you'd pass out photographs of what the village people looked like to everybody that was dancing with Trump? Were they aware of that at the all? The mustache on the police officer. Was he a police officer or a, just a motorcycle? I think he was a motorcycle He was the motorcycle cop. guy. The, He's the, a cop, the mustache. Well, there was a cop, and then there's the guy who's in the all-weather with no shirt underneath with the aggressive yes. uh, Rick, St- uh, Rick Steiner? Rick, Rick Steiner, Steiner mustache? Yeah. Okay. yeah. And then the uh, army dude, the Native American, the shirtless cowboy, <laughs> and the, all these guys missed a lot of buttons on their shirt. It's it's none a, of them. None of them had to draw on their facial hair, though. None of them had to draw none on facial hair. There it is. There he is. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for holding it down, fellas. Yeah. Looking yeah. good. Yeah. We stand with Travis Kelsey here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> Damn straight, we do. You bet. We'll get Travis on at some point to talk about. This very burning subject. 